Hi and welcome, Annette Walsford here. Today we're going to talk about cash flow and money. In fact, we're going to talk about how to get your cash flow sorted before Christmas. Well, in actual fact, we need to have it sorted at all times, don't we? What we're really talking about is money. We all need it, like oxygen or food or water, really. But funnily enough, so many business owners ignore it and hope it'll just sort itself out. And of course, when it's in short supply, they panic. The trick is to keep a steady flow of it coming in, you know, to compensate for the constant flow of it going out. <laughs> but it's not that easy, is it? So to help us figure out how to improve the cash flow into our business, I'm talking to a lady who loves the numbers, who has helped many trade business owners do just that. Listen in as she tells us about how she's helped one of her clients back to good health not only in the business but in their personal good health by helping them to reduce the money owed to them at any one time by 400%. That's pretty impressive, isn't it? But and I've got to tell you, it's not rocket science. And we also have, after our chat with Katie, we also have a great quote which is relevant um, to get you motivated to do something different today. And finally, I have a favour to ask. So let's get stuck right into the money part of it and find out how Katie Marshall of Efficient Business Services goes about helping her clients to improve cash flow. So, because what we really want is we want to have enough to tide us over during the Christmas break and, well, all year really. And also stay tuned to the end as Katie's got a very generous offer for listeners too. So let's get stuck right in. Welcome to the Tradie Success Podcast by Annette Wellsford, founder of Common Sense Marketing and Tradie Marketing Secrets. Annette's on a mission to help honest, hardworking tradies like you to become marketing geniuses. So you end up spending less time on the tools and more time growing a great business. Hi, Katie. Welcome to the show. And I'm going to start off by asking you a bit of a curly question. And that question is, what would you have been if you didn't end up being a bookkeeper financial manager? What else might you have been? Well, I would have ended up being a car mechanic. Really? I've always had, yes. <laughs> I've always had a love of motors, motor, motorsports, whether that be boats, bikes, cars. And I finished year 12 and was going to find an apprenticeship but instead I moved to America for 12 months and then once I come back from there I, I changed direction and went into financial services. So, oh. yes. <laughs> Could be two totally different <laughs> types of uh, career paths there. Yes. Okay, so, I still love my motorsports though. Oh that's great. <laughs> <laughs> now Katie um, I understand that you provide services predominantly to tradies. Um, how did you end up specialising or deciding to just look after tradies? So I've always had a lot of family and friends who have been tradies. My husband is a carpenter. My in-laws um, have a building business. My brother is a tradie. So there have always been a lot of them around me, not only my close circle of friends, but also my parents' close circle of friends. And I just found that working with tradies, I could make the biggest difference, not only to them, 
but most importantly to the family, so to the wives and to the kids. Tradies tend to be overwhelmed by the paperwork that's involved Mm. and that then, of course, runs into them having to catch up at night and on the weekends and it's the the family unit that suffers. So that was uh, – it kind of all sort of fell into place and I I just realised that that's where I could make the biggest difference quickly for not only the tradie but also for the for the wife and the and the children as well. That's uh, that's really good to hear and thanks for sharing that. And I guess when we were talking a bit earlier, you do provide bookkeeping services, but you provide just you provide a lot more than just bookkeeping, don't you? Can you just give us a, listeners a quick idea of the sort of services, your background, the sort of services that you provide? Sure. So um, as I said before, my um, I ended up financial services. So I was a, a financial planner for a number of years and I specialised in personal insurance and business insurance for, for a few years as well. So I've always had that sort of financial background and really loved making a difference, not only to their the money side of their business, but also, you know, look, making sure super and insurance are important. So when I started my, my business, um, bookkeeping is the first step that we need to get right. Otherwise, everything else is going to be a disaster. So my clients come to me generally because they're in a little bit of a mess. So the first step is that we we get their bookkeeping sorted out. So we get their invoicing up to date. We get their receipts all sorted out. And then from there, it's it's really for me about an education and training process um, and helping my clients understand what the numbers actually mean of their business. So when they want to, you know, buy some more equipment or they're thinking about putting on an apprentice, they can actually look at their numbers and comfortably know what they're looking at Mm. rather than just going, I've got too much work, I'll put on an apprentice, but don't actually know if they can really afford it. And then by doing that, they then just struggle constantly. It's a constant catch up. So I, my main focus is always to help the tradie understand the numbers more than what they tend to. I don't think that they need to be, have as much knowledge as I do or as the accountant, but just a general understanding of what they need to look at, what to keep an eye at rather than get to the end of the financial year and go, oh, I made all that money, but where's it gone? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Certainly that is a, prob- a problem that uh, a lot of small business owners have, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Okay, so today because uh, at, at this particular point when we're talking, it is uh, coming up to the Christmas holiday season and I know that we're going to have listeners listen to this well after that, but I want to talk to you today about the biggest problem that we found most of our clients have is cash flow over the Christmas break. When everything shuts down and you've got all the presents that you have to buy and then you go on holiday for a couple of weeks, mainly because everybody else does, and you can't get any work. So you need money to tide you over. So if you could give us a little bit of guidance here on the main financial problems that tradies have over the Christmas New Year break and how to fix them. So the biggest problem, cash flow was generally always a problem for businesses, but more so at Christmas time, as you said, because the trade industry pretty much closes down for a month. So what that means is that leading up to Christmas, very few businesses are paying their invoices, particularly if they're not in on time or not correct. Uh, and then they're generally shut for, you know, three, four weeks, some even a little bit longer over the Christmas period. So you're looking at end of January before they're opening up and then they may very well tell you we're not making any payments until February. So it's a really long stretch of time for the average tradie to go without any income coming in. Um, so what, what I have found is that 
yes, we, we've got the presents to buy and we've got the, the holidays to take, but come probably first, second week of January, the stress really starts to hit home and yeah. you can't enjoy that time with your family because you've got all your bills piling up and wondering when you're going to be able to get the, the, the money in to pay them. So it's a really critical time of year to make sure that you, you've got your cash flow processes in sync so that you can lessen that load over that period. Okay, so what, what do you suggest people do? So first, there's three main steps you can take now. And these steps also, as you mentioned, we are doing this before Christmas, but they're just as important at any other time of the year as well. So firstly, make sure you invoice your client um, as soon as the job's completed. So I, I have a lot of clients that come to me who have cash flow issues, but they haven't got around to invoicing their clients. So obviously your clients can't pay you. If you don't invoice them. So really take the time or, or find the time to get those invoices out as soon as possible. Secondly, make sure all your clients are aware of your payment terms for your invoice. So if, if you're um, an electrician, for example, and you're going to a house to fix some lights um, and you expect to be paid COD when that, when that job's finished, well, then make sure you let that person know when you book in the job that my, my fee is going to be around about this price and I do need payment on the day. Um, rather than getting there and if, for example, if an electrician come to my house and they hadn't told me that first um, before they got here and then they expected to have cash paid on that day, I rarely have cash on me, so I, I couldn't do it. But if they had told me in the first instance that it's going to be somewhere between 100 and $300, please have the cash ready, I would get that out and have that ready. So just making it aware. I mean, but not most people wouldn't be paying cash. Surely they'd be putting it, you know, through a bank transfer or, um, yeah. you know, credit card or um, debit payment. card payment. So in that instance, again, just making sure that your bank details are on your invoice. I see a number of clients and potential clients who don't have the bank details on there and don't have it clearly stated that payment is by electronic funds transfer to this bank account mm -hmm. within X amount of days. We just have to make it really simple for the person to pay you. Yeah, and that's where I think you've hit the nail on the head. Um, and I guess another way to do that would be to offer multiple methods of payment. Yes. Yeah. So that's always a good one as well. And I know for a lot of tradies, Electronic funds transfer is the easiest for them and, and it's a pretty standard sort of option. But other options, as you said, via credit card and um, debit cards, there are ways that you can set those up that are quite easy and cheap. You don't have to now have like carry a, um, like an FPOS terminal with you anymore. You can do it all electronic from your iPhone or from your iPad and, and those types of things as well. So that is a, a, making sure you've got a number of payment options is again going to be a big help in, in getting you paid faster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great advice. And okay, what else? So, and the third point is for clients that you have on account, so whether that be seven day, 14 day, 30 day, whatever that may be, just send them an email the day before. Um, just, just a friendly reminder that your invoice is, is due tomorrow. Thanks. And just to prompt people, because this is a really busy time of year, mm. and if people aren't prompted to make their payments, there's a far less 
chance that they're actually going to pay them because, I mean, we've all got so many end of school things on and Christmas parties and trying to get things finished before Christmas time. Without those little reminders, it's quite easy for your invoice to just slip through the cracks and they not realise that they actually haven't paid it. So just those just little things like that make a huge difference. Okay, so this is obviously strategies that you've put in place for some of your clients. Can you give us an example? Yeah, so I have a one of my most recent clients and he, he had the largest amount of outstanding invoices. When he came to me, he had somewhere in the vicinity of $55,000 owing to him through a number of clients. It was probably 10 different clients that owed him that money. So he has a fabrication business. So he had to fork out the money for the the steel to fabricate what he was doing for this client. Yes, he had that on account, but that account would fall due before his clients would pay him. So he was finding himself in a really sticky situation where he's got to pay out all this money to cover his account when his client wasn't wasn't paying him. And in this instance, his wife was doing the books, but the reason why I had to come on board was because his wife had gotten so sick just from the stress and the worry that she the doctor had told her that she needs to step away, she can't do it. Um, so oh, he was a terrible situation to be in. Yeah, he yeah. went searching and, and, and found um, myself. So I was able to go in there and, and help him sort out, get caught up, and then also just work on getting him to invoice quicker. So he was using just a Word document, which was taking him sort of an hour to do an invoice. I put him on to a, a system called Zero, and his invoicing time went from an hour down to about three to five minutes. Wow, and I know that great. seems like a huge difference, but once you understand what the, the program can do, you will be able to see that it's it, it does make such a difference. And as a result, he was able to get his invoices out quicker, which meant his clients paid him quicker. And because it was a rather – he had a few large clients, they would pay 30 days end of month. So when he missed getting an invoice in in that month, you know, it was another 30 days after that so So that was making a huge difference it wasn't like you could put it in and then it gets paid seven days later it was pushing it out even further so it could be out to like 60 days that's a long time and some of them were out to 90 days and which was where the issue was coming because he was needing to pay his supplier yes um and the, the gap was just getting too huge so just by tightening up that invoicing, we were able to get his outstanding invoices right down. And so now he runs probably about 10, 10, 12,000 owing to him at any one time. But that's always paid on by the due date. Yeah. So he's got his credit under control, <laughs> yes. so to speak, yeah. and uh, a better, a better cash flow. So, um, and do you help your clients with, um, you know, projecting cash flow and, all that sort of stuff so they can see what's coming up? Yeah, so what we do, and that's why it's really important to get the bookkeeping side of the business in order firstly so that we can then do those types of things because if we don't if we don't have exact numbers of what, what you owe and what is coming in and what is coming out, we could project and we could estimate all we like but they're going to be they're going to be out of mm. out of sync. So we can do that as little as a week in advance could be a month in advance, could be three months, six months. It depends on the client. Mm. Everybody's different. Um, and we generally start out doing a much shorter cash flow period, like looking ahead. And then, as I said before, with the 
sort of part of the education and training process that we then start moving it out further and further as the client becomes more comfortable with looking at those sorts of things. Mm. Oh, that's great. So, Katie, I understand that you've got a special offer for our listeners to help them get sorted in time for well in time for Christmas but even um, you know if some if you're listening to this after the Christmas break you're you're willing to um, extend that offer and correct me if I'm wrong I'm going to repeat what what I think you said to me so it was something along the lines of you're going to do a an analysis that you normally charge for but you're going to offer that for free is that right yes that's right so what does that involve so um, it's a 30-minute phone or Skype call with myself and what I will do in that call is, as we said, I'll go through and ask a whole bunch of questions to find out about your business and how you do things and how you would like to do things. And then what I do at the end of that is provide you with a report that has a list of steps of all the steps, next steps you can take to tidy everything up and get everything order and allow you to finally start to want to look at your finances rather than kind of pushing them away. Thinking, yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll just so go to get out your and get cash flow organised, um, you know, a bit better. And I think it's it's so important that this gets done straight away. Um, otherwise, things just get worse and worse and worse, don't they? That's right. And what I find is with a lot of tradies, or with every tradie pretty much, they think if they just go get more jobs, cash flow is going to improve. Mm. I'll just get a bigger job, another job. I'll just work longer, harder. But in actual fact, that is not the case. And in some cases, that actually makes it worse because oh, if, you, okay. if you don't know your numbers and you're actually losing money on jobs, but you're taking more of those particular types of jobs on board, then you're just going to keep going backwards. Okay, um, so you can not only help with cash flow, but you can help with profitability. Yes. Oh, that's yes. great. So, Katie, how can people get in touch with you? Oh, actually, they can go to your website. So I'll put a, a link. What's, what was the name of your business? So my business is Efficient Business Services. Um, oh, good but, name. <laughs> <laughs> and my website, there's efficientbusinessservices.com.au, but I'm in the process of creating my specialist efficienttradie.com website, okay. which is just for, for my tradie clients. Okay. So... That's not up yet, but we will put uh, a link to Efficient Business Services uh, in the in the notes, along with a link where if somebody wanted to take up your great offer of a half-hour um, free consultation, then I'll put a link into the calendar where they can see what times you've got available. Yes. And, uh, and make a booking with you. So any last-minute Thanks very much for your time today. Perhaps you could leave us with one last bit of advice, Katie, on making sure that you've got enough money to tide you over for Christmas. One piece of advice, the best time to start is now and you will be amazed at the sigh of relief that you'll be able to breathe once you get this started. Yeah, don't put it off. Good advice. No. <laughs> very good advice. Thank you so much for your time, Katie. Not a problem. It's been great. Thanks. So, what were the key takeaways that you got from today's chat with Katie? I'll tell you what I found out or found very important. Number one, don't hold off on invoicing. Do it straight away. Otherwise, you know, 
by the time you muck around and you know take a week or two to get your invoice out you might have missed you know their their window of payment and it might sit and wait until the next month or even the next month you know she said it's not unusual she's seen so many businesses that take you know have had money outstanding you know owed to them for 60 even 90 days how's that going to affect your life that'd be catastrophic I reckon so we need to get that under control if creating invoices takes ages and it's one of the reasons why you put it off then Katie can show you how to get it done a lot faster number two Make sure that you clearly state your payment terms up front. You know, for, for, for most trades these days, you should be getting paid on the day. You shouldn't even have to I- issue invoices with, you know, terms for payment later on. In some trades, that's not possible. And also in some, you know, business-to-business type situations. But in most situations, payment on the day is expected. But you do need to clearly state these payment terms and you need to put them on your invoices so that people know. People that work in accounting offices and companies, when all the invoices come in, they look at the payment terms. And if it's seven days or 14 days or 30 days or whatever, they then put them in piles for that's when they're going to get paid. They don't go, oh, well, I've got some invoices in today. I'm going to pay these. No, no, they work out how long they can stave off paying so that they keep the cash flow of the company going. So you need to be very, very clear about your invoice terms on your invoice or your payment terms on your invoice. And you also need to send out reminders. And the third thing that I think is very important is to make it easy for people to pay by offering a variety of payment solutions. You know, gone are the days of waiting for the check in the mail it's so easy for everybody to do online banking and you can accept payments through your phone get it sorted there should never be an impediment or any sort of difficulty associated with paying your bill this is something that I've seen in a lot of medical practices particularly specialists where they still insist on sending out invoices and payment by check which just blows me away in this day and age but you know they need to get out of the 20th century and into the 21st century and get with the times it'll make a huge difference to your cash flow I attended this workshop a couple of years ago actually where the speaker said something which has stayed with me and it's really changed the way I think about this and the way I do things and he came to this country as a well basically as a pauper he, he, he was sent here from China by his family who saved up for several years to afford the airfare and he landed in Perth with $80 anyway these days he's a billionaire and the thing that he said was Never take your eye off your wife or your money. You need to treat them both like precious gold or you could easily lose them. How true is that? You need to know the numbers in your business because it's, after all, it's your business. It's your responsibility. So if you don't understand the numbers or you're not keeping up with it, get the help that you need. It really could have a big impact on your business and your personal health. So book your free half-hour personalised cash flow analysis session with with Katie. We've put the link here for you to click on and see what times are available and uh, see if she can help you. And that leads beautifully into today's quote. Something I found out, I couldn't find who is the author of this quote, but I love it and it is. Do something today that your future self will thank you for. (laughs) What could that be? What are you going to do today? 
why don't you make a commitment to, to yourself to do one thing every day that in the future you're going to think, oh, I'm so glad I started doing that or I'm so glad I did that. You know, it might be getting a cash flow sorted. If it is, book a call with Katie. And here's the link. The link's in the show notes. You know, it might be getting your website sorted or your customer marketing sorted. If so, get in touch with us at Common Sense Marketing and book a time with us to have a chat about your marketing. That's what we do. And I've put a link to that in the show notes. Whatever you do decide needs to be done for your success and your future, don't do it. Don't procrastinate. So finally, I'm going to move on to the favour that that I'd like from you. I'd actually like some feedback on whether you're finding these podcasts useful. If you like them, or even if you don't like them, can you let me know? Can you leave a review on iTunes or or down below um, in the comments section below the, the blog post um, part of each podcast? Let me know which was your favourite podcast or what kind of topics you'd like to see covered in the future. You know, with it's a little bit sort of one way. Um, without any feedback, I'm, I'm not quite sure. I'm, a, I'm feeling a little bit in the dark about whether, you know, you're finding them useful and whether to actually continue doing them or not. Because it does take quite a bit of time and it does cost me a bit to produce them. So if you're finding them helpful or not, let me know. I really enjoy doing them because I hope that it helps somebody to learn new things and to stay motivated and to, you know, maybe try some new ideas out in their business. So if you'd be kind enough to leave me a review on iTunes or enter your feedback in the comments section below on this blog post at tradysuccess.com.au, I would be really grateful. (laughs) So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Annette Wellsford and I hope to talk to you soon. Bye now. Well done for listening to this podcast. You've taken another step towards becoming a marketing genius. Visit tradysuccess.com.au to grab the transcript of this podcast and other useful marketing goodies and take some sort of marketing action today.